everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. And I'm Jai. Hi. Hey, what's up? We're excited. We're talking about Buffalo 66 today. Directed, starring, composed, blah, blah, by Vincent Gallo. Like, does everything. Um, Except for being amazingly amazing, like Christina Ricci, who's also in this movie. I'm glad she's in it. But her outfit the whole uh, time. I'm like, oh. I mean, her makeup is everything. So cool. She's the only one who can wear blue eyeshadow. I know. <laughs> I well, it is a tricky one. Definitely a tricky look. Like, I've tried it on before and I look very silly. But <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've ever tried it. I mean, I'd like to. It's cool. It was but so it's never, perfect. Yeah, it's so good. So, yeah, we're so excited to talk about this one. This is from 1998, so we're still in the 90s, 90s heavy. Uh, a few little housekeeping podcast notes. Uh, obviously, follow, like, and subscribe, and all that jazz. Give us five stars on iTunes. I think, like, one other person did. So, just, <laughs> if you're listening on Apple right now, just tap the stars and give us five stars. <laughs> and write something. That'd be really great, too. Um, and then also... I've started putting in a new kind of implementation and rule that I'm going to do one movie from the 2000s every month. So on the 1st, I'll announce it on Instagram, which one it's going to be. And then on the 15th of this month, but it's going to be the second Sunday of every month is when the episode will come out. So next Sunday or this upcoming Sunday, it's going to be on the rules of attraction. Yay. So it's exciting. That's on prime. So you have time to watch it if you haven't seen it or look it up or whatever, because that's going to come out on Sunday. So that's exciting. That one was a poll. It was between rules of attraction or party monster and people overwhelmingly wanted rules of attraction <laughs> i don't think party like monster is like a really big i mean it's definitely a cool classic but i could totally see why that decision there <laughs> yeah why people wanted rules of attraction yeah yeah so um so yeah that should be really cool so i'm excited about that and i guess that's that's my only like housekeeping note really follow on instagram at fashion grunge pod I have to post again <laughs> really bad about it uh, we're we're post we're post uh election this is the last episode I recorded was before we knew who was president. Oh, no way. I was yes. Thank the fucking Lord. Well, I also like haven't done a podcast with you in a while. A while, so I know. It's like, what's new? Well, we have a new president. Well, president-elect, lot, I guess. Yeah. But oh, God, it's, it's a mess. Yeah. It's still a mess. It's still a mess, but hopefully we're kind of getting out of the mud a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and I literally had, like, five minutes of absolute happiness, like, on Saturday. I know. Not really five minutes, but it was, like, whole day was just, like, so amazing and such a great vibe. And, like... The memes have been out of control. If anyone's been on the internet, they're just insane memes going around everywhere. Uh, it's kind of crazy, but I feel... It feels good. You know, I mean, I don't want to get too like, what is it like over your skis? Like, I don't want to look too far ahead, but it seems promising now. You know, so. I mean, I definitely think we all know it's going to be two very challenging months ahead, but yeah, hopefully everything will be fine by January 20th. You know, I know. I wish we didn't have Corona because this would be the most ridiculous fucking inauguration. Like, I mean, I it probably know. still I mean, is, I, I but... There, but no. I don't know. I have to want to think about it, whether it makes sense. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know what they would do. They might not do like a real and like in person one. I mean, January is mm-hmm. probably still gonna have this virus, so I don't know. But yeah, it should be cool. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about this movie too. And I watched it. I've only, I guess, I'll talk about the, my first thoughts since I was watching it last night, and I haven't seen this film since I was probably in school, like university. Oh, wow. So I think I was probably like, I don't know, like 2001 or 02, something like that. So it's been a long time. And I'm definitely a different person from when I first watched this. Because I think when I first watched it, I was, I really like Christina Ricci. So that's probably the reason why I watched it. And I didn't know who Vincent Gallo was. And I still don't really know who Vincent Gallo is. He doesn't do that much, like even now. But um, I... I was like, oh, okay, like, she just looks really great. This is a really weird story, but okay. And then watching it again last night, I was like, oh, this is kind of tough. Like, he's a really polarizing character, like, in the film. And it's not in any way, like, even mean, funny, endearing. It's very, like, kind of upsetting a little bit. So I think it's just because of life experience that I'm just like, older, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like, ugh, I don't know. Like, this has a weird. It's a very strange film. Like, this is a really strange film in the way that the story is an interesting story. There are lots of little kind of like the way that they kind of uh, introduce characters. I love just the style, like mm-hmm. a lot of the like super eight, like the cutaways, the close ups the way that it looks aesthetically. But then when you think about emotionally, it's kind of different. Yeah. No, I, I wonder if he eats some, um, I don't know, like semi-autobiographical. He or, said it wasn't. He said it wasn't? The only thing, yeah, he said the only thing that was pretty close was uh, his parents. But he is actually modeled on more of like what he would be like if he let his dad influence his life. Hmm. So he had like that's what I read, yeah. And like, oh, yeah, I think so. I think his dad was very much like his dad in the show or in okay, the movie. And like, okay, yeah, and I think he he kind of heightened it that that's who he would be like if he was still around the dad. But he said he's he said mostly on good days he's a lot like the last five minutes of the movie. That's what he said in an interview. Hmm. So he's not really like this mean guy, although he plays it really well. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty convincingly well. But um, what did you think? What is your, what's your like history with it? Um, I've seen this film twice before last night. And I don't remember the first, like when I watched it the first time, but I remember watching it like in 2009 or 2010, um, like the second time. And I was by myself, obviously, like, must have been, like, I don't know, in the middle of the night because I couldn't sleep. Um, And I got it in a DVD, I remember that. (laughs) It came in, like, lovefilm.com, which is, like, Netflix. but the DVDs and stuff. Uh Yeah, again, I... (sighs) I guess I didn't really have much context back then either. Like, I just loved, I, I knew, like, like you, like, you, it is a weird film, but I just love the aesthetic so much. I love the cinematography. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so beautiful, you know? And I always used to think, if I was to make a film, I think it would be like this. 
Yeah. If I want to work on a film, I want it to be like that. I want to make a film that is really, I mean, and it's not just like the style because he, he doesn't like substance. He's not like other films that are just like really beautiful, like cool. But I, I think it's a, it's a good story, you know? Um, I just think it's hard to watch at times. Like he's just very like ugh, intense, and ugh, he's just. I mean, I think the beginning is the, the probably the hardest part when he kidnaps Christina. Yeah. That's the hardest part. That's like really. It looks so real, you know. Yeah, and especially when he like grab when she grabs her out of the the building like the class dance class and then she goes to the car and he like makes her clean the windshield I know. and the oh, way that he God. does it he's like forcing her to do it and like like he's behind her and he's like clean that thing like you've never cleaned anything in your life like you're fucking like your house is dirty blah 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 i was like what sequences sequences like really hard like he makes me cringe it's like, yeah, like, like my oh. stomach you know because I, I have n- met people who are i abusive relationships kind of like that you know totally i've dated people exactly oh, yeah. like yeah. this like <laughs> literally every maybe like four minutes it's like a a diatribe of like what you did wrong it's like you literally are always doing something wrong whether or not you open the door wrong or you didn't do this right like it's it's crazy like if, mm-hmm. and this is, totally exists and if anyone has not seen this film i mean you probably have if you're listening to this but um I don't think it's one of those things that is one of those kind of uh, sometimes we review films here because we're doing a lot of films in the nineties. So we've definitely evolved a lot as a society with like what we kind of find acceptable and what are kind of problematic themes and things that would never happen today. And I I don't want to say that this movie wouldn't be made today, but it definitely would have a lot more noise, I think made about it. Yeah, sure. And I mean, I was also young when this came out. I wasn't like in my 20s. So I don't really know to the extent of how much promotion it had. But also we didn't have social media and like whatever. So it would be in like magazines or, you know, whatever. Like, but it was indie anyway. It wasn't like a a massive film. But it just seems so. Uh, Yeah. But that's what I've noticed. Like I remember last night watching it thinking, I know that I didn't feel this uncomfortable when I watched the last. Yeah, totally. And it just shows, like, because times have changed, and it just shows, like, how back then you kind of thought, oh, this is kind of, not like, normal, almost. Yeah, or, like, not upsetting. Like, it's not, like, weird or, like, odd at all. Like, of course, like, you know what I mean? And yeah. I just seemed more shocked um, last night, to be honest. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, again, I just think, like, the cinematography is just so beautiful and like christina's richie's performance is so great and probably because it's real as we well, learned reading, <laughs> reading through that like most of it is kind of real reactions to how he's <laughs> treating her and everything which is just crazy um what did you find for behind the scenes uh, behind what are your notes sorry can i just add one comment to that yeah I mean, yeah I, yeah i have to say like last night watching it i thought okay I remember this movie vaguely, but when he comes out of jail, I literally thought, okay, 
he looks like a Celine model that's just stepped out of the catwalk. I know, even his outfit. <laughs> it's insane. Like his hair, like the styling, the everything. I mean, and he just looks obviously like a model. So like Eddie. Like Eddie Solomon just like, picked him. <laughs> yeah, that was my first thought last night about the film. Like, okay. <laughs> this is a Saint Laurent campaign. I forgot like, how good it was. Like his his fashion sense and like his vision really because that's all him again yeah yeah he styled it and everything even christina he yeah he designed he actually designed christina richie's outfit wow like he was like i mean i don't know what they mean by designing i don't know if he literally just drew and sketched the dress how he wanted it but he had the whole idea for the for the outfit like the whole styling and everything yeah like the color i'm sure which is insane. I mean, he's obviously super talented. Like, that's not yeah. that bad. That's so crazy. But anyway, okay. Production. Yeah, what did you find? I think you should start because we're going to have... Me? We're yeah. going to have a lot of the same? Okay. Well, I know that... Um, let's see. A lot of the... Uh, he has a history of with film critics. A lot of film critics don't really like his films. We were, we were talking off air about uh, Brown Bunny, the next feature that he did with Chloe Sevigny. I think that was 03. And he, that was in Cannes, and I think it was, like, Siskel and Ebert, who were, like, two big critics at the time, were saying that it was, like, the worst film ever. And then with Buffalo, they really liked it because they just kind of, they thought it was kind of self-indulgent and pretentious, Mm -hmm. but they kind of felt, uh, well, they kind of felt like they saw beneath it, and they kind of saw, like, what he was trying to do, obviously all these big actresses, you know, like Angelica Houston and like Christina Ricci, like they're notable people in it. It wasn't just like complete indie. Um, And then CNN called it laughably repetitive and blatantly pretentious. Mm -hmm. That's what CNN is quoted as saying about it. Um, He used a lot of like super eight film and flashbacks to kind of like tell the story, which really is what the critics believe that the story is really about him about billy yeah and like his childhood and you kind of see how he got to where he was i didn't really read that i didn't read that like his behavior could be explained in any way by that i still didn't really know where it was coming from i mean i know that the father is really checked out and the mom is also in her own world being obsessed with the buffalo bills but like i didn't read that like his behavior made sense from the two of them but I mean, I don't know how he got like that. But of course, you know, obviously he went through a lot in jail and everything too. So that yeah. was a whole other thing. But um, he also Gallo also marked himself the new darling of American art house after Harmony Kareen and Larry Clark. Wow. Um, yeah. So he's like du- he dubbed himself that in, in an interview around the time it came out. Scenes from the family home were actually shot in his own family home in Buffalo. Yeah, that's what. I, that's really yeah. cool though. It's super cool. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I was going to say I really liked the room where the dad was singing. Yeah. It was yeah. with the red walls and, like, just that weird bed. Like, it just had really weird furniture and really old. Like, it's really old, yeah. Yeah, like 70s, I guess. Yeah. Like 70s style. Um, the cinematography was shot by Spike Jones's cinematographer, Lance Accord. Hmm. Um, and I think he fired the original guy. Yeah, the original guy was, like, Dick Pope. And then he fired him during pre-production. Um, you didn't say why, though, did it? Um, I didn't see that anywhere. But someone else suggested um, Lance, like, Acre or Acre, whatever. How do you pronounce it? 
I don't. I, I just said a chord, but it could uh, be a chord. I have uh, no idea. I, yeah. yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> um, yeah, just like. Yeah, what, I have some more, but what else do you have? Yeah, just that he was a bit difficult to work with. And yeah, I've heard that. He obviously started by firing the other cinematographer. And then once this other guy was on board, he also kind of, he basically wasn't afraid to talk about it, basically. He publicly, like, this, like kind of said, like, he doesn't have any idea, no concept, no concept ideas at all no aesthetic point of view um and it seems that that was a pattern for like the rest of the cast as well you know yeah so like i really want to know what that set was like i know i don't know how you shoot a film when literally everyone on set has like <laughs> difficult is to work with you as a director yeah. and producer and everything else an actor and like everything it must have been very challenging, like, especially women, for women back then, like, it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you have a guy, a male, who is in absolute control of this, and I don't know, I think it's it, it's really tough. And also, it's, it must be really weird, too, because, I mean, I obviously can't imagine being an actress at all, but if I was on a movie like this, I'd be like, this isn't even, like, a big director. Like, you know, like... Yeah, someone that I should be afraid of that I would think because mm. it's, I'm not dealing with Spielberg here where like if I mess up something my whole career is gone but of course you know I don't want to walk off either because you know I don't want to be I don't want to be known as difficult so you know it's it just feels like it's so weird like how do you win yeah well the thing is like it wasn't just difficult in in the sense of you know like a lot of directors are like perfectionist they have mm -hmm. they will shoot scenes like a hundred times you know um, <laughs> yeah this was like another kind of difficult because he also didn't seem like the nicest person you know yeah he, he like I mean I don't know I'm not saying he's a bully because I don't know but by some of the remarks that he made it, it it was kind of like that kind of behavior you know kind of abusive yeah. a little bit like um <sighs> very harsh comments about the cast and the cinematographer and and he openly talked about it in like in magazines and stuff yeah yeah I was say, this not, film. yeah, yeah this isn't like speculation He's yeah definitely I mean, he, he literally took like took credit for the cine cinematography he said that the guy basically was just there but he he kind of had control and like um i don't know i, I it's quite tough yeah who knows it'd be interesting to talk to to, to the people working on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, now, you know? Um, yeah, I'm really curious about that. But, I mean, that's great. I mean, he, he obviously is that, that the direct, was a director and, like, kind of co-writer and everything. But someone else edited the movie. So I feel like editing as well, that you, you had to give that person credit for, for how the film looks at the end that's of the day. You really can make yeah. or break a film. You know? Yeah. That's a huge part of it, I would think. I, I think that's a huge part of it. I also read that he was actually mean to Christina Ricci to get into character, and sometimes she didn't know it. So she oh. was, like, really thrown off by it. She says it, and she found it really scary. And she said that in, like, an interview on Conan in 98, that she just had, like, a really, like, 
awful experience and that she would never work with him again. Like even another director signing on to do something would not get her to work with him again. Yeah. She seems so sweet and like naive. Like that's how she came across like in the movie. I I, I mean, I'm not saying that she's like that in real life, but when you watch the film and then you read all these things, you wonder like that. It's just more than acting. It's kind of like she, like what you said earlier, she was just kind of experiencing those emotions probably, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know if it was a method thing. Like, was he trying to like be method actor on her and be like, all right. I could have said that. And he didn't. He was like a puppet. He didn't know what to do. Yeah. But it was like, I didn't find any information on casting. Like, how did he cast? Like, did he, was he looking for a certain kind of person? Like, hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know how it was, you know, it was. And I guess it also worked in his advantage that he was unknown. So you wouldn't have people saying no. Even yeah. if people being like, no, I did a movie with him. I don't want to work with him. It was like, oh, okay. Like he's new. Oh, it's his whole concept. Oh, this is cool. And it's independent. You know, it's not like hmm. you have to do anything by the rules. So well, um, I think he had like a lot of credibility as an actor by then, anyway. So, like he, oh, that's right, because he'd been in like some random thing. He's been on big stuff. Like I, the f- the first time I ever saw him in anything was um, the House of, of the Spirits. Have you seen that? No, I'm trying. Let me look at his IMDb right now and see if I. So that. yeah, it's like old. It's like ni- early nineties. Um, I don't know exactly when he came out, but. It was definitely early 90s. Is Meryl Streep is in it. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's winning a writer. And he plays the bad guy, obviously. And it's... I I remember watching that film and be left with this sort of like... You know, similar to Kevin Spacey when he plays like a bad guy. And how Sweet like he people. really kind of like stays with you forever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. So we're talking about other things that you've seen him in. I just looked at his IMDb. I don't think I've actually seen him in anything. Oh, you haven't? Okay. I don't think so, no. That's a really good film. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. I yeah, mean, House of the it. Spirits is great. And that is the first time I ever saw him on anything. Oh. And he plays a bad guy, and it's so believable. And it's kind of the type of performance that makes you really dislike an actor because he played that character so well oh you're saying just about like kevin spacing in seven like when he plays yeah well seven and american beauty i found that his character so disturbing in that film and i kind of american beauty yeah did you it was creepy yeah just really creepy i he was creepy but it was really funny though i mean like in bits were funny like when he was at the fast food i know but i think when i was when i was younger that was literally like one of my biggest nightmares like Ha- like having an older person like a friend's dad or something yeah, like that, that kind of sketch, yeah. oh, you know what I mean mm-hmm. I was always afraid of that and and like I met Weird a lot film. of Kirby men and he just totally fit in the, that description you know very similar he has that vibe me. well yeah now I'm <laughs> watching I, it's a it was a bad idea to start watching House of Cards like during election well, season I could have told <laughs> you that why are you watching that I'm right now well, I was, I don't know, I guess I was like, oh, I kind of want to see, like, what a functioning government looks like, even though all this fucking crazy shit goes on. And now I'm just like, wow, it's like, it just it couldn't get any worse. Just like the, the story just keeps, you know, 
Well, Descending. you, you can just keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So everyone keeps saying, oh, how far are you? Oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. And it does. It just gets worse. But yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anything with him in it. I'm looking right now. I really don't think I've seen anything. Yeah, there's another film, actually, that he was in that was incredible. I can't Arizona Dream? Something Keelan. I can't remember it. Arizona Dream uh, is one I've heard about that I really want to see. Johnny Depp's in it. Oh. It says a young New Yorker goes to Arizona to f- where he finds freedom to both love and dream. It looks sounds kind of cool. Johnny Depp, 1993, in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely watch. Oh, you have to watch Benny in June, too. I know. Yeah, it looks great. We I should have to watch it. We should actually do that. Like we should review Benny. Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah, it's I so good. I, so I've been just watching like news, and, like following oh, yeah. for like wait like far too long. I didn't even watch any movies. Last time I watched anything was like Halloween. You know, I've just been watching movies like for the the pod. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically the only ones I've been watching. Oh, do you have any more behind the scenes? I have a few more notes. Let's see, let's see. Yeah, you know that song that Billy's father sings to like to, to Leila? Fool's Russian. Yeah, uh-huh. apparently there was a song by uh, Vincent Gallo. Oh, was it? Sorry, Vincent Gallo's father, real life, yeah. Oh, in real life, like that real tape. That was like his dad. Crazy, oh, right? wow. That's weird. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh, that's cool. I know because it sounds so like professional, <laughs> like Frank Sinatra or like. It does. Yeah, I was like, no, this is a good song. Yeah. Cool. I always think every time I hear that song, I always think of um, Marie Antoinette. Oh yeah. Because they did that cover. Yeah. They did the cover of it. But, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You know, like the cinematographer um, f- for this film, he's done like so much. He's actually really cool. He like, yeah, he works with Spike Jones. Yeah, but also he did like so many music videos. I mean, he's known more for commercials. He's he's won awards for commercials actually for big like brands. But he he's on he's worked on a lot of music videos, including like Bjork. Oh, cool. Yeah, and Marie Antoinette. Yeah, and um, that fantasy film. Oh, Lost what? in Translation. Mm, well, that, where the wild uh, things are. That, where the wild things are, which yeah. actually was kind of cute. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the fact that he said he doesn't have any talent, any ideas, I'm like, hmm, I find that hard to believe because clearly this guy is very talented. But, yeah, he works with Spike Jones. I mean, yeah, Spike I Jones he, is probably one of the most, he's a visionary. <laughs> but you know who he, like, he started his career by assisting... Um, Oh, this massive photographer, Bruce. Bruce yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, but I mean, the guy is talented, regardless what you know happened in his private life. <laughs> he, yeah, somewhat public, or tons of male models have come out against. I know, I know, yeah, but um, let's messy. just say, um, yeah, he did. He definitely is like one of the, yeah, like one of the biggest like contemporary photographers. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So. It's just interesting that everyone knows there's no way like not talented according to Vincent Gallo. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that he didn't do anything because like yeah, before all of this he's done so even before yeah, like of course. to do all of this. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't his first thing. So No, I know. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I have. Actually. Cool. Well, I have that he was Vincent Gallo was broke after the release and he got like no job offers. 
apparently. The movie was had a one and a half million dollar budget and made two and a half million. Yeah, it actually no. made a bit more. It actually made it like yeah, a million, I guess. Well, I'm sure he had to I mean, I don't know I don't know how that much they got paid. I wonder if the actors just got paid like twenty grand or something, you know, because they're big. Mm, well, I only found one like one of the uh actors salary actually oh who mickey's <laughs> mickey Rourke. yeah well how much did he get paid he literally said like one apparently thing. he got paid a hundred thousand what in a paper bag no he literally, apparently he he said in an interview uh mickey like he he got paid like a hundred thousand like cash in a paper bag <laughs> what i know oh my god how weird i know so weird god how fucking weird mickey rourke he definitely like had a really like cool vibe like very early on he did and then he just got so much work i know (laughs) can we just talk about how beautiful he was i know he was hot yeah, and then like when men get worked on, it just there's just something about it. It's a very different vibe than when women get worked on. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but but it's I feel weird. like he was definitely one of the first ones, one of the first male actors to get worked on like that. That we know about. That, that was like know. public. Yeah. Well, but a lot of to, to be fair, in in his defense, like a lot of the the reason why he had to get how all this worked though was because he he used to box and he got like oh is that why the, the beginning i don't know after that but um oh. he he was really into boxing and i think he had his nose broken and other things i don't know so many people so many people are like guys specifically i don't know much about like women boxers but so many of the guys i know like two male boxers not like know them very well but know of them it's always like really pretty guys <laughs> Why are you like gonna yeah, get your face? It is. In? And well, I'm pretty girls, honestly. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I don't know any in real life. Well, but, I, like, I did people, boxing like... for two years. Oh and, no way. Yeah. And, I've always wanted to. And basically, like the one of the most prominent boxers there where I was training was this girl, Lisa, and she's so beautiful. Like the she has the most in, like incredible face, you know, beautiful, perfect nose. Just beautiful, and it's just. Why do you want to get hit? I don't know. But you are with other obviously women, and at the end, I I remember thinking I really like doing it, but I didn't want to pursue it because I cared too much about my face. I I was like, yeah, my nose broken. You know, I want to box like with the bag. I don't really want to spar. Like I'm not really trying to spar with anyone because I don't want to get hit. Like I don't want to get hit in the head or you know Mm. something crazy happen. But I just want to like be on the bag you know and like all that kind of stuff i don't i don't think i want to like spar with anyone well yeah that but eventually after you've been doing it for a while you just have to you know because it gets more serious and you have to like compete and stuff um yeah if you yeah well yeah if you want to go that route (laughs) i don't want to go that route i just want to like hit the punching bag yeah anyway so he got paid a hundred thousand so who knows that's crazy i wonder what christina got or angelica houston oh i don't know three hundred thousand i don't know i think they in the movies one and a half i feel like they all did it really because they like the the concept and because you know what i mean like yeah i think that's with indie films that's kind of how it works yeah exactly yeah oh crazy Mm mm-hmm 
Um, and the only last thing I have was that it was shot on super ancient film stock. Yeah. Which is really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And it was almost impossible to develop it because it was developed for news photographers. Yeah. So it was like reversal film. So I think it's almost impossible to make multiple prints out of it like you do when you uh, use movie film. So when you shoot with this kind of stock, you had to light it perfectly because there's no room for error or color grading mm-hmm. in post so he said that like everything had to be lit completely perfect otherwise it wouldn't come out so that's why it's just fucking amazing like the way that it looks it looks so colors incredible. are so yeah. luminous and Ugh. just the lighting throughout there's certain scenes that you're just like oh i so know cool. but even even when they're outside and it looks like you know, just like the trees and stuff. It looks so dreamy, you know, like because mm-hmm. it's winter and they're like naked trees um, around. And oh, yeah, I mean, it's just so beautiful. It's yeah, it was really cool. So actually, now that we're talking about this, I just remembered that's the reason why the first cinematographer got fired because he oh. didn't, when he was told that it was going to be on a uh, reversal stock film or whatever, he refused because apparently this, this, Vincent Gallo didn't even know where he could get it developed or like processed. Even and, while they like when they were gonna shoot it. Yeah, that he didn't, and and the cinematographer really put his foot down and said, "This is crazy. It is too much of a risk to to shoot everything on this," and so that's why. Could you imagine if you shot an entire film and then you just like it's just sitting in the can because you don't know where to develop it? Or like you, you thought you did, and then they're like, "Oh no, sorry." Well, yes, but I also feel like you figured out a way. I mean, I feel like, especially knowing this guy, you know, his personality, like he would have found a way to do it. But it's still quite risky, I guess, as a cinematographer to be like, "Okay, this this guy is not," you know? Yeah, with that guy, because right? isn't he pretty big too? I don't know. Guy? I don't know what else he's done. Dick Pope, like. Don't know, but I think he's done some stuff. I think. Wonder how. No, he's yeah. he's done a lot. The Illusionist, but that was yeah, he's done a lot. Oh, he's from Kent. He's from Kent. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I let's say the, the very first place I lived in, but not Bromley. I live in like. Uh, we did a lot, a lot of English things. I think. Life is sweet, dark city. Naked, awfully big adventure. I think Naked's one of those movies that's on my list to see. Yeah, it is. Hmm. It's like supposed to be really fucking oh, weird. Oh, Eterna, okay. And that- it has that guy from, uh, yeah, and you and Bremner's in it. Yeah, it's really great. Cool. Well, that's weird. Well, it's yeah. a good thing we got this guy because it seems really fucking cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool. That's all I have for behind the scenes. Yeah, same. Cool. Alrighty. So I have a few uh, plot points and stuff. Okay, so we open with Billy, Billy Brown. That's Vincent Gallo's character. And he's getting out of jail. And he is, I guess he's in jail near his house. Like pretty pretty not far from his house as he gets that bus and everything. Um, and he comes out just like you said, looking like a Celine model with those bright red boots. That beautiful sixties, like jacket. Ugh. Yeah. Like the work, like a work, work kind of jacket, like a workman's jacket, which is pretty cool. And then those like kind of, were they 
They weren't denim. They were just pants, right? No, they were actually pants. Yeah, they were like tailored trousers. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. I kind of like that. Um, and then I also had to look up a... I also I also like the kind of montage when he gets out and they're like photos within photos of prison life. Oh, yeah. And you see those little like moving. A lot of those were Super 8, I read. So he used a lot of Super 8 film, which I really desperately want a Super 8 camera. Oh, actually, sorry. Like the credits. Can we just talk about the, the, the intro? Like that's really cool. I totally forgot yeah. to that. I love how it starts and I love the big letters and like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, the credits are really cool. It's only like three names, I think, and then it's just the title of the film. It reminds me a lot of like Woody Allen credits. Yeah, well, I really like Woody Allen credits. Yeah, they're always, they're always like the same. Pretty I find cool. similarities between the two of them. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, a little bit. I mean, I I think they're similar in some ways, and then obviously very different because I feel like we know so much about Woody Allen's psyche because of the many films that he's made and many iterations of himself that he just constantly makes. Yeah. And then Vincent Gallo has such a short, uh, like filmography, but I feel like we kind of get the same vibe. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. But cause I feel like Woody Allen kind of creates the same film over and over. Yeah. Like basically, basically. I mean, um, I yeah, like the, the mm-hmm. general, like, you know, formula, but, um, uh, yeah, no, the intro is really cool. I mean, aesthetically, which is why this is actually, I like really talking about films that I find things I don't like about them as much as things I do like about them. Because mm. I feel like it's just really, it's really interesting. I mean, you kind of have to look at things objectively and, you know, it's better than just to be fawning for an hour <laughs> talking about, oh, this is so great. This is so great. And so is this. And so is this. It's like, there are certain things that are, you know, kind of weird about the story, but it's definitely worth watching hmm. for people who haven't seen it. It's definitely, it's a, it's a good film. I think it's a good film overall. I think I, I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I also looked up some information just to add some real life uh, into this. So I was wondering when he got out of jail, I was curious. Uh, I do watch a fair amount of things about prison life and um, like just the kind of like fucked up nature that it is in this country. I don't know mm. what it's like in other countries, but I was wondering how much money that they give you when you get let out of jail. So this mm. was 1998. So I'm not sure what it was then. It also depends on the state. But I read that the highest in the states now is about two hundred dollars. Wow. The lowest is about a hundred. But in Texas, they give you a fifty dollar check and whatever money you have on your books, oh. so whatever money people have sent you, or whatever they cash it out, and that's what they give you. So it's like, also this whole thing stems from when I was thinking about it. I was like, God, it just really shows you how fucked up like the prison system is, you know, like them just giving you $200 and just expecting you to just be on your way when that is nothing and can't even buy you a place to stay. I mean, yeah, for like a week maybe in like a really shitty motel, but like, how are you supposed to do anything? How are you supposed to get a job, a, you know, anything really, if you don't have a place to go, you know? So yeah, I mean, it's really hard. How are you supposed to do anything and to, like, become, a, like, a citizen and part of, you know, just um, join society, really? Like, yeah. Especially when it comes to, uh, like, lesser crimes. Like, something like 
Uh, well, this one's a little bit different. Like he had to confess to a crime that he didn't do because he was back on that bookie oh, bet. Yeah. But I'm That's talking right. about like some low level like marijuana possession charge where like you haven't done, you haven't killed anyone, you know, but you still are treated like that when you get out. And that's why mm-hmm. so many people defend because it's like, you can't get a job. You know, no one will rent you an apartment. It's like, what are you, I mean, like, what are you supposed to do? You know, it's like, how are you supposed to like go on? So a lot of people become entrepreneurs and stuff, which is, which is smart, you know, to like come up with your own business or something like that. But, but yeah, it's really fucked. So I added that real world knowledge in there. I had to Google that. Um, I do find it pretty hilarious that he has to go to the bathroom really bad. And like the first oh. 10 minutes, him just, like trying to find the bathroom. <laughs> um, and then he like was outside on the bus stop of the jail. And then he goes back to the gate and he's like, can I use the bathroom? <laughs> I know at this point that you just go to like a, a quiet alley and do it there. Well, no, because if you end up getting arrested, that's public indecency and you're oh, back in jail. True. Yeah, that's why I was like, why doesn't he just go? But then I was like, oh, no, because if he gets caught, he's literally out of jail for like 30 minutes and he'll just go back mm-hmm. in for public indecency. So uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. I love how he's looking everywhere. Like he goes into the, I think, like the gas station and they're like, no, it's out of order. Get to that restaurant. Yeah, the restaurant, the bus station, that one is out of order. <laughs> the woman's like, oh, there's one down there. And he's like, no, it's not. It's out of order. What the fuck? And he's like screaming and like, oh, my God, this hurts so bad. And then he goes out to like that car. Like he's going to pee behind the car. And then the woman like gets in the car. <laughs> She's like, oh, like yeah. literally everything stops him, which I find really funny. I'm just like, oh, my God. Um, and then we see Christina Ricci in that dance class. Oh when it looks God. very much like she's like sitting in on a dance class. She's like, like she's in. yeah. Yeah, it looks like she's not in it. It looks like she just is there because everyone I know. else is yeah, so it's boring. Really film as well, because you don't see like a full frame of her and the girls. Mm-hmm. See the girls first and then like a close up of her dancing. Yeah, I know. It's really weird. It's like she's not really there. Yeah. Like she's like a dream and like a dream. And then um I love that he just like oh I don't love but he just assaults her asking for a quarter and goes into the dance room because he's like how do you use the bathroom and he goes to the bathroom and then he's a fucking asshole in the bathroom but then just that whole tirade in the beginning where he just starts screaming out the f word at that guy I was like oh that's right 98 it was like not a big deal to just say that all the time I guess I mean it was let's not let's not trivialize it. It was a big deal, but I guess now it's like, you just don't hear that word all the time. But, but I feel like he just was like, Oh, you're this, you're that. Like, get the fuck away from me. I was like, Oh God, here we go. Um, that was one of my worst scenes. I think I wrote like anything where Vincent Gallo was just screaming at anybody is, is in my worst scene. So it's like a lot of the movie. I know. Um, but yeah. So then, uh, he just like asked her for a quarter and the way he asked her is just like, he's like, now, can I have it now? like runs over to her like grabs it and then she's just like okay whatever and then he just runs away and then he's talking to his mom or something i think it's his mom and he's like yeah i just got out yeah yeah Yeah, and he's like telling her all these crazy stories crazy lies the mom's not even listening yeah yeah like i'm married i have a you know i'm a government job i'm gonna be going away for a while i was like so they didn't even know that you were in jail (laughs) like how did they don't? But yeah. why do you have to make up that you're like that you have a government job? Like that's 
it's weird because you don't look like you work for the government either but i mean whatever yeah no not at all and like wouldn't they know the kind of person that he is like uh, yeah they're really that is really abusive and the mom doesn't really care about him Mm -hmm. so i don't think they really know what he gets up to you know i don't think they know him no they don't i love when she's like he's like billy billy your son (laughs) (laughs) Billy Billy your son and it's just it's oh my god so funny it's just so crazy I wrote why does he always look so cracked out like all the time he looks like a heroin addict yeah he looks but also kind of looks like you know also like I feel like he has the outward aesthetics of a heroin like heroin addict look but his personality is very methy it's very like it is it's super methy it's very like speed it up like crazy because if Mm. he was really on heroin he would just be down like he would just be like kind of like sleepy of course yeah yeah so i feel like he has that like that look of like dirty weird gross druggy but then he also has that like super manic like methy vibe like his eyes and everything yeah like he doesn't blink like no, that's true yeah yeah it's very strange um so i love it he like lies to his family says he has a wife says he has all this bullshit and then christina ricci i think's in the bathroom and yes. then he, he like lies and says the wife is sick he's like yeah i'm staying at a really expensive hotel downtown yeah i already told you no i need to go to the house no she can't come she can't come no she's sick you want me to drag her out of bed okay i'll drag her out of bed physically and bring her to you since you want to see her and i was like oh my god i was like okay this is this is like he's just totally he's totally spiraling and he's gonna grab christina ricci so then she like comes out of the bathroom and then he just looks at her and i was like oh god and then the way he grabs her the way he grabs her i felt like violated <sighs> i know i was like uh, I'm surprised she didn't like kick him in the nuts or something. I know. Like, I would have. I'm like, get the fuck off me. And like screaming in this dance class. Like I'm in a place where there's another room. And then you see the him like struggle her away, like from the room. You know, you see it like the in the doorway. Mm-hmm. And then, then we were talking about it earlier, that like fucking horrible ass scene where he she goes, takes her down to the car. I do love that her car is a shade of blue too. <laughs> Um, and it's like this super old beat up car. And then he, I love that he can't drive stick. So oh my God. That whole dialogue. It's so funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. And then he's like, this car's dirty. It's filthy. And the way that he's just totally like lambasting her for like no reason. And then the more even strange how she, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like how she takes it. Mm. I mean, is also very strange, but also it's not really strange, I guess, because no one knows how he would react. You don't know who this person is, you know? I know. At first you think, okay, maybe she's afraid, but then she could totally driven away when he went when he went to pee. Mm-hmm. She didn't. So, I mean, yeah, it, it is a weird story, but... Maybe and I'm like, where did she live? You can even do anything. You just don't know how you react yeah. you're right yeah yeah i was gonna say like he didn't show a weapon not that i need to see a weapon to be scared really you know mm. like uh, but when you think of kidnapping you think of like here's a knife like get in the car or like here's a gun get in the car go do this whatever but like it, but he did grab her you know and like was struggling with her i'm like she could take you 
like you're like skin and bones. Like she literally could take you. She can just kick you and she'd be out. Um, so then he tells like tells her the whole story. Like, you know, we've got to go to my parents' house, blah, blah, blah. You have to pretend to be my wife. Make me look good. I was like, look good. Oh, God. You look insane. You're, like, dirty. just insane. Everything he says, like. It's insane. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. Blah, blah, blah. Make me look good. Make me look good. I was like, this is your real life, huh? This is exactly who you are. Like, I can see this. This kind of feels like. I feel like a lot of artists in general are just projecting who they want to be in their work, like mm. throughout their work, you well, know? Exactly. And also it makes sense. Like it's his first film, you know, like that he directed and everything. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm not saying that you, that will be the first thing that you would do if you make a movie, but yeah, it does seem like you might be kind of close to like his personal experiences. Like yeah, I'm closer than we think maybe. Yeah, yeah, of course he says that it's Like he not, had abusive but... parents or like, or he was neglected or something. I don't know. Or no one really showed him that affection or like people that he liked, like that girl he talks about he liked in middle school. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, maybe he like never really got that affirmation from anyone, mm-hmm. parents, opposite sex, even friends, you know, like anything. So, it, I mean, it makes sense. It doesn't excuse it. But like you start to kind of understand and make sense. Uh, when we get to when they get to the house, it's pretty funny. I do like that that weird scene when they get to the house. And at first, when you walk up, I thought the parents were having sex. Oh, that you could hear them. Like, yeah, because you could hear the mom like screaming, like "Go, go, go!" Oh, go, go! go. And then I, I was like, they were "Fighting." But... Yeah, I I didn't know, and I was like. Are they having sex? No, they're not. And then I then I saw the house and I was like, oh, football. They're like mm. screaming at the TV. Like the mom's screaming at the oh. TV. <laughs> Buffalo Bills are a big deal in Buffalo. A uh, shout out if you're up there. It's fucking cold. Um, I feel like it always is. I do want to go to Niagara Falls though. I was talking to my friend the other day about it. I uh, saw this hotel on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> that you can stay in that faces the falls. Ooh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to be one of those basic internet travel bitches, but this looks cool. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I would do this. This looks really cool, especially at night. I feel like it'd be super cool. Or like Northern Lights time. I don't even know if if you can see them from there, but it would be cool if you could by the falls. That'd be really neat. So, um, so yeah, so we get to the house and I love how outside he like sits down, he knocks on the door and they like, don't answer. And he sits down <laughs> and then he's like, can you just hold me for a second? And then she grabs don't him and he's like, me. don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> and such a complex. <laughs> so weird. It's so strange. But he's like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. So they go into the house and I love all of the like transitions when you when yeah. you get into the house and you see like the different sides of the table, yeah, I like when really you see her. How they film that? Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. You see her, and there's all the pictures in the back. And then I love when she's like, "Can I see some photos of him when he was really young?" And she just like runs with the story. Like she's just like, "I'm gonna have a baby." First, she's gonna have a baby. Oh my God. <laughs> she's like all this crazy stuff. Well, she and- tells the story of how they met. She just makes this up about working as a secretary for <laughs> him and like, oh my god, yeah, it's cute. Everyone had a crush on the boss, so like, I just had to know. <laughs> it's so funny, and they like just aren't listening. 
They just like don't care. Dad is, but he's just like whatever. Yeah, the dad's just like whatever. It was really creepy too when she was like, "I'm pregnant," and the way that he was like on, she was on his lap. Sorry, can we talk about that scene where? Is it then when when he sits her on her on his lap and then kind of like goes between like her boobs? Mm-hmm. The goes, dad. Yeah, it, that's when it happened, right? Yeah, I think so because she was like, "I'm pregnant." And I think that's when he like oh, grabbed her. God. Yeah, yeah, it was really gross. I was like, hey. That was improvised. I I read. Oh, was it that him doing that, which is totally insane? Like, why? Oh, God why bless Christina Ricci. Who oh. knows what the hell she went through? I mean, I I can't even imagine. Because like, he was like back then when so much of that was happening, and they could get away with it. Yeah, no and one said an anything. Do much, you know. Yeah, or at least if you did, you would tell them, like, this is the film. I'm going to do X, you know? I'm going to do this right oh. now. Or, like, I'm, I'm, I am I'm, want to try something in this scene. Not oh, just, like, boom, yeah. you know, I'm going to fucking do this and grab you. I mean, oh, I, don't, I don't... Yeah, she must have gone through a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think so. I think that's why she doesn't want to... Why she doesn't want to, like, probably work with him anymore and has... And thankfully, she has... She's, like, one of the, you know few really that has the kind of opportunity to say what she will and won't do mm-hmm. i mean so many actresses coming up or even actors i mean this goes to the whole spectrum like if you don't have the name to back it up you know no. it's like people are like well i won't get any other jobs i guess i have to do this you know it's like really sad yeah she's a great actress i i really like her i love her you know who i think she reminds me of she reminds me of like a way uh, more indie and more um, like dark version of Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. It's because they have the round face. They have those like yeah. circular faces. And I feel like Reese Witherspoon's like the good suburban mom. Like she the is, good. Yeah. And she's like the dark hair, like Wednesday Adams mom. <laughs> like, like, what I like about Christina Rich is that I like the roles that she, that she's gone for, you know, mm-hmm. like you can totally uh, yeah, I mean, I, f- I think like Reese Witherspoon is like a really good actress, but she definitely has gone for more like main. You know what I mean? More mainstream. She plays it safe. Uh, yeah, very safe. Yeah, she she didn't early on. I I do love Reese Witherspoon's early catalog. Uh, mm-hmm. We did Fear uh, yeah. a while ago, yeah, which is great. great. We should do yeah. Freeway with Kiefer Sutherland. That's another one where she was like 16. Her fashion in that is 90s classic. It's so good. Oh, Have cool. you seen Freeway? I don't think oh, I don't think so. No. Oh, it's good. It's really good. I think she's like 16 in it or something, but she did really cool things early and I feel like she she kind of morphed once she did Cruel Intentions probably. Mm. I think that's when she like Election Cruel Intentions, she kind of morphed into like America's Sweetheart. And, but then she does like legally blonde and all of those sort of mm-hmm. like commercial, like very commercial mainstream. Yeah, like money makers. Um, yeah, um, I kind of have respect for the actors that just do projects they actually believe in and like you know rather than just make money. Yeah, I feel like a lot of some of my favorite actors are like Michael Pitt, like yeah. the ones you just don't see because yeah. they just don't say yes to everything. They don't care about the Hollywood thing either, like. Yeah, no. But totally. did you did you watch that show about the twenties that Christina Ricci's in? No, is that on Amazon? It was. It was. I think it was. Um, I watched it. Oh, I heard about. Is it good? Yeah, she's she's great. I mean, oh, 
cool. Yeah, I want to see. I she's one of those actresses that I want to go and see more. Like I've seen a lot of her films, but I've definitely not seen all. She's in a lot. Mm-hmm. She's, in, she's in a ton of films. But there's that movie, um, Cursed. Have you ever seen that? I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, I was, was going to say, like, she's in some weird ones. Like, 200 Cigarettes is another good one. And we just did The Opposite of Sex. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw that. Uh, yeah. She's so good in that. And then uh, right after this, she did Fear and Loathing. Yeah. So that was another weird film. Like, she definitely <laughs> definitely put her in that weird box in the 90s. Like, she definitely did those, like, kind of strange, like, indie comedies and then, like, indie dramas. But she's cool. We love yeah, Christina Ricci. Cool. She's super cool. Um, so then, okay, yeah, the dad has that weird thing where he's like, I'm a singer. And she's like, I want to hear your music. So he's like in there. She's in there with the dad and he's singing and doing all this weird shit in that weird 60s bedroom. And then he calls his friend, is it Goon? Is that his name? It's Goon, yeah, but he yeah. was called Rocky. Kevin Corrigan, I think is who that is. Mm-hmm. I yeah. fucking love Kevin Corrigan so much. I love him in Freaks and Geeks when they get those fake IDs. Oh, that's right. I knew he looked familiar, but I don't know what I've seen him in. He's also in The Departed. Is he's he? like, yeah, he's Leonardo DiCaprio's cousin. Oh. The Departed in like the beginning. Um, he's in a lot of things. Like he's in a fuck ton of things, but I love him in Freaks and Geeks. I think that might be the first time I saw him was in Freaks and Geeks when he <laughs> made those fake IDs for them. I really want to have a, I mean, maybe we'll, I'm, I'll think about doing it probably pretty soon, but I want to create a Patreon for the page just because if someone wants to pay five bucks a month, I would love to review Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, no, like, you said my episodes, So, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if I want to ask on a poll if people want to do Patreon, because if people don't want to pay for it, I'll be really sad and crushed, but <laughs> maybe I, maybe I will just for like, you know, whatever. If people say no, then people say no. I kind of just want to do it anyway because I just love Freaks and Geeks. But and Men My So Called Life, like those would be two that I would totally review. Yeah, they're cool shows. Yeah, and they're one season, so it's not we're not like getting ourselves into like some crazy hundred episode show or anything. Um. So yeah, so he calls his friend. He's like, I have no money. Uh, you know, like I went to jail. He's like, help me. You got to help me find this guy that fucked up my whole life. So the reason why he went to jail is because he's put 10 K on the Buffalo bills in, I think it was like, I forgot what year it was that they were in the super bowl, but they lost it from this field goal. This is a real thing. They lost it from this field goal. And this guy, Scott Norwood is the guy who actually missed this field goal and like fucked it up. So he didn't get his bet. He didn't have the 10 grand to cover his bet. The bookie is Mickey Rourke that we were talking about. So in order to absolve his debt, he had to uh, like, uh, like uh, admit to a crime he didn't do. It's crazy. Which is insane. So then that's how he goes to jail. So now he wants revenge on this dude, this football player who literally fucked up his whole life. So he like tells the guy, he's like, yo, where's that guy now? And he's like, well, he owns like a, a strip bar out on some fucking highway somewhere. And he's like, what? And he's like, I'm going to fucking get him. And he's like, no, man, like, that's crazy. What are you talking about? And he's like, I'm going to get him, man. He ruined my whole life. So this is like the major point of the story. This is like what he essentially wants to do. So during all this is when she tells him, like, she tells his parents that she's pregnant, which I find <laughs> so funny. So she's just like, we're going to have a baby. And he doesn't know, so don't say anything to him yet. And then they both they both get so excited, like his parents get so excited. Um, For like which is, two seconds, really. I know, yeah. They're like, oh my god! And then he comes back, and then they're—he's just so awful. I'm just like, God, get the fuck out of here! Like, someone just 
take him somewhere. He's just so annoying. I know. So they finally leave. And then, like, he fucking starts yelling and berating her in the car, being like, you fucked it up. My my parents, why did you make up all that crazy shit? She's like, what are you talking about? They loved me. Like, I did the best job ever. Like, why are you even yelling at me? And I wrote, this constant yelling and berating in this film is so exhausting. Like, it's just almost like living in real life. You're just like, yeah. Like, you're so insecure. Like, that's that's it, basically. He's like awful. Like, he gets so much satisfaction out of making that people uncomfortable and like treating them mean, you know? Like, seems like this is his real life. It seems like it's spilled over into his real life that he just likes to kind of like. I don't know how you could compare. I don't know how you could compare himself to like Harmony Kareen and Larry Clark when I, I just don't I think know. that like, I, I, I mean, I love, I mean, as most people know, like I love Larry Clark's films and his aesthetic. And I know some people think it's fucked up and crazy and weird, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's not telling you anything that's not true. Yeah. I mean, he's really not, he's not making shit up just to be like, oh, I'm going to shock you just because you're fucking here and you're watching this. It's like, no, he's using like real life experiences and just kind of mm-hmm. really examining like youth in different ways. And something that a lot of people who are not young cannot do. I mean, yeah, it, it makes a lot true. of sense to be young and to be like, you see a lot of young photographers on Instagram, whatever. And they're like taking photos of their friends and you see it's very much like, you know, it's like, these are all my friends and youth in, in this country and youth in this country. And it's really cool. And, you know, it's it's very authentic. But I really love when people who are not in that age bracket can still show the same authenticity. Just because you're not that age right now doesn't mean you can't translate it into something that will make sense for, like, years to come. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Vincent Gallo is like that at all. But I don't I also, think- why would you compare? I feel like that's so narcissistic it's like you saying yeah I compare my I mean I've actually said this to you like your 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 style like, as a photographer is it really reminds me of Corinne Day and I've said that but it's different if it came from if you were to say that you know what I mean yeah. most artists don't say that they're like another artist no that yeah. like <laughs> It's weird. Same with musicians. Like we, we like talk to Jules about it. Like, do you like when people say, Oh, you're like this band or like, you're like that. And she's like, no, I mean like you get inspiration from them, but I'm not them. I mean, everyone's their own person. You know, it's like, it's weird that he dubbed himself that, you know, it's one thing if a magazine dubs your, you know, well, says you're the next. Yeah, bit. of course it's different. Well, it is and it's not because us, you know, we've learned quite a bit about him. I like, his personal life like he clearly is very narcissistic and I don't even know how you have the confidence to say that to compare yourself to like to really incredible artists you know yeah that's true and that is true but there are a lot of people like that they're really confident and (laughs) yeah I mean like so many conversations about that it's like maybe it's a good thing maybe it's not maybe maybe a bit of that (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, hit us up if you're one of those crazy, confident people. I mean, I just don't know what it's like. I just, that just hasn't ever been a part of my personality. But, yeah, it's just, it's a different vibe. Yeah. You know what really really surprises me about the film is the end. I know. I I kind of don't believe it. I was kind of waiting for it to be, like, in his head. Yeah, I'm also, like, it's just very surprising, that's all. Compared to, like, what you see throughout the whole film and that's 
how he wanted it to end. It kind of like, oh, maybe he has like a deep down, he's, you know. I feel like I would have believed the end a bit more. I mean, hold on. Well, we'll get there. I just have a few more notes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, After they leave the the parents' house, they go to this bowling alley, which of course explains a lot because what really young dude is like bowling and like takes it super seriously and like has a whole locker there. How long was he away? Do we find out? Five years. Five years. Okay. Um, that's a long time that this guy kept this bowling shit in there, but he was like, where's my ball? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. I was like, this explains a lot. I was like, so this is a weird sport. Is bowling considered a sport or a hobby? I don't think so. No, it's not a sport. Yeah. It's a hobby, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but they have games though. Like they have bowling leagues and championships. That's like a sport. (laughs) Yeah, so I feel like it's probably, I think to some people it probably is a sport. We, I guess, think it's a hobby. <laughs> but um, I love all the slow motion changes and close ups of their eyes, though. Yeah. Her makeup. Oh, it's so cool. So amazing. I mean, like, memory, it's so cool. I, I don't even know how you do that. Like, it also in film, it looks so great because you see all this, like, glittery bit on, like, her. Yeah, I mean, she just looks incredible like i can't get over it so cool and the close-ups just make it even cooler and the shoes can we just talk about i know the glitter i had shoes i had shoes exactly like that oh you did yeah i was upset did glitter come off um yeah they did a little bit but not not loads they're cool and the tights too yeah like they're really cool i like that i i I used to wear stuff like that like yellow like pastel tights with like mary jane shoes and like very 60s yeah i used to wear um i'm trying to think of what tights i used to wear like maroon tights a lot oh yeah i used to wear like darker colors because i don't have like the thinnest legs in the world so i wouldn't wear like light colored tights but i would wear like dark green like in the fall like dark green dark red like maroon like a navy i had the tights with the patterns at american apparel oh yeah remember those chanel tights that were like two-tone oh my god i had a pair i didn't have them i didn't have the first time i I was like those are cool you got them no i had the i had i paid 200 dollars for tights (gasps) you got the chanel ones yeah and i ripped them the first time i put them on no and i tried to wear them because it was like 2008 i think and it was the, the look, you know, you could get yeah. wearing ripped tights, but eventually they just had like this massive hole. I just couldn't wear them anymore. I only wore them like three or four times, honestly. Oh my god! They weren't even like really well made. Like really? Well, clearly not because like, yeah, because they weren't thick. They weren't like that heavy. They weren't like a thicker material. They looked like they were, but they weren't. They were really quite fragile, actually. Oh wow! Yeah crazy i had them i mean wow that's so cool i know I, I i might still have them somewhere but like i don't know yeah oh that's cool i definitely never had them i definitely had like i didn't have the, that style but i had like the american apparel like designs they had like weird shit with like swirls and all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah house of house of holland make i have all the ones that he made oh cool they have them obviously i don't wear them but i keep them for shoots so. oh they're cool though oh neat um yeah so i love those slow motion changes and i love that little like dance scene i uh, that's my and, favorite scene yeah that's one of mine the the tap dancing scene in the bowling the way that was filmed so cool it's all one sequence it's just really beautiful and that 
was choreographed by Christina Ricci herself. Oh, she's so cool. Yeah. I want her to do a movie with like Keanu Reeves. Really? Kind of. Has she? I don't Am I just that. like blanking? Oh, petite. oh my gosh. Or another Johnny Depp movie. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd love if she did another movie with Johnny Depp. That'd be really cool. Um, so yeah, then we get that cool dancing scene. And then he calls the strip bar and of the guy, you know, who owns the strip bar who he's trying to kill. And he finds out that he's there like really late, like two in the morning. So we're like, okay, he's going to go like do this thing. Then he goes, they go to that photo booth, which is like one of my favorite things. We're like, we're going to span time. All right. We're time spanning. So I can like send all these photos to my parents every month for like a year. So I'm never coming back here. Oh God. <laughs> and I'm like, so you wearing the same outfit and changing the background and looking exactly the same is supposed to span time. I know. I was thinking like, that too. I was like, they're going to know you took them at the same time. Like, yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And I love how she's like, he's like, we're in love, all right? We gotta look in love. But we're not one of those couples that touch each other. Like, stop touching me. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, he's such a weirdo. Um, so that's one of my favorite scenes, too. The whole, like, photo booth thing. I think it's just, like, really weird. Another 90s moment is photo booth. Yeah. Well, they um, still around, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they were, like, everywhere. I feel like it was yeah, that's true. For sure. in the 90s. Uh, now they email you the photos. <laughs> You don't get like the printout. Oh yeah. <laughs> now they're like, put your email in. Some places. Yeah, yeah, they do some places. Yeah, I'm sure places that are like more cool and retro, like yeah. a bowling alley, probably. Well, I, I, in London, there are quite a few, but also in Berlin, literally on the street, you can go. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've got some pictures from there. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then they go to Denny's. And she's like, I want a hot chocolate. I've never think- been to Denny's. Can we go? <gasps> I mean, yeah, it's really shitty. It's like, it's literally like an like IHOP. Uh, I don't to- know what that is. Oh, you've been to IHOP? Mm-mm. International House of Pancakes? No. Man, we're we don't have the digestive systems of nineteen year olds <laughs> anymore. But if I was Denny's and IHOP is like where you go when you get like shit faced because they're open 24 hours. Oh. So it's like where you go when you get shit faced in the middle of the night and you don't want like you just yeah, you get shit faced in the middle of the night and you want food and it's but like a diner. Take me just so I can take yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, like, my like US things to do like yeah, yeah, totally. in America sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, we should go. And we should I was thinking about it when I was watching this this scene in particular because like I'm assuming it's getting later and later. Oh, oh, yeah, another addendum. I do love the fact that she gets, like, strikes when she bowls. Oh. Like, he bowled, like, perfectly. Yes. Okay, so when I have to say, I love that so much when she actually strikes. And she did this really super cute thing where she kind of, like, got her tongue out. She was like, yay. And it was so cute. Do you remember? Mm -hmm, Yeah. I love love what she did, her expression. It It was very real. Yeah, like, look, you idiot! I I can do it too. Yeah, and he's like, whatever. Like how every guy is, if a girl beats him at anything, (laughs) like literally every fucking thing. Even if you know how to like get better directions or like order, do literally anything better. Like I, one of my greatest uh, pleasures in life is like beating guys at like video games. (laughs) Love when they think that like girls can't do anything, or even driving. Hmm. like i just it makes me so like not happy but i just feel so like yes you can't do everything you think you can but you can't i'll let you think you can for a while 
but always know that I can still do it <laughs> if I have to. Yeah. Like, it's really funny. Um, so, yeah, the Denny's is – this is great. Denny's and IHOP. We've actually made a list um, for anyone out there who actually cares. We've made a list of, like, things – American things that Jai needs to do. So now I need to add – we did go to, like, a 50s-style diner. We so did. now so I need – Yeah, we need to go to, like, an older one, though. That one's, like, a bit of a refurb. We need to go to, like, a really old one. But um, that's another one. Denny's and IHOP. Okay. We need cool. to go to a motel on a road trip. Oh, I know. I want to go to a really shady motel. This just sounds weird. <laughs> like, I really want to go to a shady motel. I want to take photos in a shady motel. Yeah, I, I don't want to sleep in them. Because yeah, I don't want to sit on the bed or any like no. crazy shit like that. But I just want to take photos in it. Um, and I love when you go to the Denny's, too. I love the vibe of a place like a Denny's after, like, 2 in the morning. Because mm. I would love to do a photo series on one of those kind of places because, like, the, the amount of weirdness of people yeah. that you see that late all in one place. And it's, sometimes it's packed at, like, 3 in the morning. You'll just see tons of people there. It's kind of crazy. Um, so, yeah, that's when he sees the girl, uh, Wendy. Was it Wendy Balsam? Yep. Like Wendy. He, that was her name. That was the name that he told her to have in front of the parents. And then he's like, I love when she's like, he's trying to hide. And then she's right there with some other guy. And she's like, wait, Billy, I know you. Or not Billy. I think she's like, wait, I know you. She doesn't remember his name. Yeah, doesn't remember his name. And then we find out that like, he, he had a photo of her in that bowling locker, but he never actually dated her. No, he made it up. Yeah, he just really liked her when he was basically kind of like a loser. Yeah, he's totally a loser. I mean, you can tell that he, like... like he, please, you've never driven a Cadillac. Why are you lying? Yeah. Of course not. He hasn't done anything. Like, where was he the four, five years before that? Was he living at home? Probably. Yeah, right? Because, I mean, like, it doesn't seem like... I don't know. It's, his parents are totally, like, they don't even... Like, who knows? Like, they don't even know anything about him, you know? Even when he was there. She didn't even, my mom didn't even remember that he was allergic to chocolate, which is really funny. <laughs> don't that you remember was- like seven and my face swelled that up that was really we funny yeah <laughs> she's like uh oh yeah <laughs> like and they show that funny clip of him like as a kid and like he's all like swollen up which is really funny <laughs> um so then they go to uh the motel and he's like we need a room we should get a room and just like you know like shower or whatever i was like i'm obsessed with this room i love old motels so much I'm like literally obsessed with it. I was like the lighting when you see them sitting on the bed. I love that. Best. Well, that was so good. Right. But I kept thinking that doesn't make sense. Like, I feel like it would have been nicer if he had been a little bit darker and just the lamps on. I wonder if it was the film. I'm Maybe. thinking that's how they had to light Maybe. it. Maybe. It just made it look really dreamy. It did. Yeah, it did look dreamy. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was really cool. I like that. And then one of my favorite scenes is like the sleeping scene, like when they keep moving and and yeah, changing. That's my second favorite. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, and then he wakes up at after two, and he's like going. He's like, uh, gets ready to go, and then she's like, "Where are you going?" He's like, oh, "I'm just gonna go out. I'm gonna get you hot chocolate, whatever. I'll be back. I'll be back in five minutes." And she's like, "Don't tell me you're not gonna be back if you're not. Like, where mm-hmm. are you going?" It's like, oh, I'll be right back. And then she says, I love you as he closes the door. I was like, why? I know. I know girls like abusive men. I don't know. News flash, ladies. No. 
No, this is not the biz. This is no, like I don't. And this is also like, I mean, some men who are like this is, I mean, most men it's indicative of like a very large problem Mm -hmm. that they have not dealt with in their life. And you do not want to be part of that. This is why it is interesting to watch it all these years later. Cause I definitely never thought about any of this when I watched it before. I just thought it was like, you know, like a movie and this is what it was. Yeah. But, no, I know. Like, get out. <laughs> this is not good. Um, so then he calls Rocky, his buddy, Oh, he actually like was really fucking mean to Rocky earlier. He was what? like, "You're ugly. You're you're like, a retard." Yeah, like you no know, one likes you. I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with this dude? Like he's crazy. This is your only friend." I know. And then of course he calls him when he's outside the bar, and he's like, "I found them at the bar. I'm gonna go do it." So here's everything that like almost like a will, like take care of this, do this. Like, uh, and the guy's like, what? And he's like, yeah. He's like, don't do this, man. Don't do this. You're crazy. Cause he's going to shoot him because of this fucking bet. And I was like, why do you want to go back to jail? This is weird. Mm-hmm. So then he, I like when he goes in and you see like the guy sitting with those strippers and then he's like fucking in his underwear or some shit, which is weird. Oh, and yeah. then- and the, <laughs> the camera is just showing you he's like from like waist down. <laughs> yeah. It's like so weird. I know. Um, and then he like pulls out that tiny little gun that he had in his bowling locker. It's like the tiniest gun ever. And then you see him shoot him. And then it's like that slow-mo with like the blood on the other side. That yeah. was still pretty cool. That was really cool. I agree. It was yeah. really cool. And then of course he shoots himself. Billy shoots himself. And then the like blood is like the same way. It's like frozen. Like you see his face all contorted and then it's like frozen. Yeah. And then it, and then quickly it's like, that's all in his head. And then he thinks I about like that. it. I love actually. Yeah, I did too. At first, I was like, I don't remember. I didn't really remember the end when I was watching it. I was like, How does this movie end? I forgot. So then, um, so then you just, and then it happens in his head, and then he just like all of a sudden kind of snaps out of it and like walks back, goes mm-hmm. outside, and then calls his buddy again, and he's like, Hey, forget everything I just told you. I met a girl. <laughs> like I got this girlfriend, and like she's <laughs> waiting for me, and I-, I gotta go. I gotta go. I got someone who loves me. And the guy's like, oh, okay, man, cool, whatever. So then he goes to that little coffee shop and gets to the hot chocolate. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. When this, okay, this would make a lot more sense if you gave me some avenue as to like how you got there in five minutes. Mm. Uh, That's the only kind of like fail that I have to to say is I do like how it ends. I do like how he's like, oh, I've got someone who loves me. And that's literally all he ever wanted with someone who cared about him because no one seems to care about him at all. So it just feel, it just felt very much like a strange jump and I don't know how he got there. Mm. But I mean, I do know how he got there, but I feel like it didn't show us, show me enough, I guess how he got there, but I, I like the ending and I like how he buys that heart cookie for that other guy. Yeah. Like, I like that. Buy a heart cookie. Um, <laughs> that was really cute. And then at the end he just like comes back to her and then that's it. Yeah, I mean, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I I think I just I, I am so like, I just love the mood and the set and fashion so much. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say, what do you have for all that? What are your notes for that? Yeah, I mean, it, it, considering like 
they it's all set like filming one day kind of like maybe mm. kind of like one day really yeah i think it's really smart like the use of wardrobe how he wears just one outfit but then by taking his jacket off and then giving it to to like Layla and then he has like another outfit on basically especially with yeah. at the boat you know because he's got the striped t-shirt with the pants and the bowling shoes that actually looks really cool together by the way (laughs) I always like bowling shoes I know no they're cool and yeah I mean like I give him that he's just so talented you know Mm -hmm. like he didn't have like a wardrobe person and like a costume designer he just like it was all him and the, the detail like to have to shoot a movie like on film and to you, you have to have like for example ma- makeup like that on point all the time because you you can't go back and see you know what you film basically yeah and even at the street like I love I love the the, the scene where he's at strip club mm-hmm. I think that's also like really beautifully like shot and like really striking you know it really reminded me that the, the part where where you can see the strippers like dancing in like almost like in three sections, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that really reminded me of like a Clockwork Orange, like the scene at the milk bar. It's very similar. Oh, it's very fair. inspired by that. I thought very inspired by that, like the colors and the set design, everything. Um, and even the makeup of one of the strippers, like. Not all, but there is one girl, the one that's kind of like, kind of far away from him, and then he he um she stares at him. She has similar makeup to Christina Ricci's too, like really cool eyeshadow and like. Oh, cool. I just think it's just so much attention to detail that I love, you know. Yeah, it is. It's very detailed for such a like it's lo-fi. So like his hair looks incredible, literally the whole time. <laughs> I know his hair does look really cool. Um, and I just love the set. I, I think that the fact that that house clearly that's how it looks, you know, it wasn't like I don't think they got props, that's just how the yeah. original interiors and her car, all the scenes show outside, the motel, like them walking at night. I it, oh, I just love it. I love it. I love everything it is about really it. Cool. That is super cool. I also really like the I have like the same notes. I like the desaturated colors, like buffalo like i like how you see buffalo a lot mm-hmm. it's pretty cool and i like yeah. uh, i really like i think i'm gonna try to shoot more this winter yeah like, winter just has a really like weird look yeah it's that's really what stark I learned and, yeah yeah it's, it's really stark and yeah and i feel like what they were wearing was not warm enough for where they were no, 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 it wasn't. so cold so yeah. i'm like how did they even just walk around like that little jacket like it's so cold up there and um I mean, we already talked about how amazing Christina looks throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, she's so she's cool. an entire movie, but it's so stunning, you know? So cool. Like, those tights and, like, those shoes are everything, literally. Yeah. I also love the the score when they're in the sleeping scene. Yeah, I was going to say like, that. Very, like, 60s, like, kind of jazzy, like, with the sax. Like, yeah. I really, I really like the, the score. Oh, his music is great. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he did the music. There's, like, two songs in it, I think. There's, like, two songs in the film. There's, like, one by Yes. Yeah, which I love. 
It's yeah. Famous. yeah. Yeah. And then like one other one, I think. Um, but it's everything. called Heart of Sunrise. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then everything else I think is like him and yeah. Lord and everything. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's so cool. I really like a song um, that by him called A Feeling Down Billy Brown. It's basically oh. no, it's no lyrics. It's just music. It's really pretty, really beautiful. Cool. Yeah. I mean, everything was just great. I mean, to, to make a movie like that, you know, it's re- I mean it's it's a it's a really good debut film like mm-hmm. for your first like director and directorial debut or whatever it's it's really good. Yeah, I wonder why he didn't do more. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, who I really knows? Know. You know? Who knows? Yeah, we don't know. I'll, I'm gonna ask some of my some of my people that I know. Yeah, you should. Yeah, and be like, do you know anything about why he doesn't work anymore? Is it by choice? Like, does he just not want to? Like, maybe he doesn't have to at this point. So he can do whatever he wants or wait till something pops up that he can wants to write or do. Um, what are your favorite scenes? Um, okay, favorite scenes when Leila is like tap dancing at the bowling. Yeah, like, same. So dreamy. You know, and it's so perfect. So I was like actually really listening to the tapping and it really just came together with the song. It was like perfectly timed, you know? Yeah, it's super cool. It's so cool that she choreographed it. I know, it's really cute. And uh, when they are in the motel in bed and they're like, it, it reminded me of, of something, but reminded me of another movie, that scene. I just can't remember they're it. Sleeping. Pardon? When they're sleeping, that part? Yeah. I don't know. It definitely, yeah, it reminded me so much. The way it was, like, filmed as well from, like, high, you know, like, framing the bed. And, yeah, I, I just so really pardon? There's so many, like, cool scenes that he films, like, like bird's eye. Yeah, like, yeah. So many, which is really cool. I think those two are my favorite just because I, like visually as well, they're really strong. But I like that he's actually sweet for once in the entire film there, you know? Yeah, I like this too. What I are have, yours? Mine are the same, the sleeping scene, Layla dancing at the bowling alley. And my third one is <laughs> just the scenes with the parents. I oh, think yeah. it's really funny because it's just funny that it's Angelica Houston. And then she's obsessed with this game. And I love that when they ask for the baby pictures and she's like, where's that one picture? Where's that picture of Billy? And she has this whole photo album of like all like OJ who was on the Buffalo Bills, like all these like football people that she's standing with in the pictures. And then she's like, oh yeah, where's that one picture of Billy? Honey, can you find that one picture? <laughs> like he just has this one photo. He's like, oh yeah, here. And just like slaps this one picture down. Yeah, she played that role so well. She's like really funny, like yeah, so funny and funny at the same time. You know? Yeah, totally. I think it's funny. Like I, I think sports fanatics are really funny. Like people who are like really into sports. Yeah, I haven't met anyone to be honest. Like in per in like real life, I haven't met anyone like that. And even at the grave, she was like, remember, she was like listening to the game. I know. I was like, oh my god! I was like, this is so funny. And then he's like, I gotta go. I'm hungry. <laughs> like the dad, he's like, I gotta go. I'm hungry. I don't want to sit here all day. <laughs> Do you have any work scenes? Um, just that one where 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 he kidnaps her. Actually, yeah, I just have like, every scene where he's yelling at her and he's covering. I find that so disturbing. So many levels, more than like 
I know it, it's just like I'm a guy grabbing you and covering your mouth like that. It's mm-hmm. so terrifying. It's like, like I feel physical pain watching yeah. anything like that because you just think I'm a woman and you just feel it, you know? Yeah, yeah like, totally. And like that's your like fear. That's your yeah. fear, literally yeah. being grabbed by a fucking psychopath. Like, yeah, it's literally like your biggest fear. I mean, for good reason. Like, yeah. Terrifying. Um, do you have any 90s moments? Wait, what's yours? Oh, my worst scene is anytime he's yelling at her. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like a lot. I find really like just unsettling when he's just constantly berating her for doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like literally doing nothing. Yeah. Well, this is 90s, but it's also kind of 60s. And again, it's like styling, really, because that the whole baby doll situation, you know, with like other blue tights and the eyeshadow and that was obviously 60s but I feel that in the 90s it came back with the red lips this time you mm-hmm. know and uh, yeah I mean uh, I guess it's 60s but it's 90s really because so many people were doing it too you know yeah and 70s came back in the 90s, 70s came back too, yeah um 90s what else was 90s i mean so many things like phones you know yeah, i have the incredible amount of pay phones in this film oh, he's pay phones, constantly yeah. on pay phone, like all the time i remember i remember when then they changed it to a car and then you had to buy this car for credit and it was really annoying oh, we don't have that we still have the the coins if you can find them we don't have cards we had that. It's just like so annoying. I was like, yeah, that was suck. You have to ask people to let you <laughs> to let you use their car to make a call. Oh, so what? You would like give them the like change and then be like, "Can I use your card?" Yeah, yeah basically. Um, How could you load them? Like you'd have to go to like a bodega no, no, or something. And it was just like you bought a car with a certain amount, like five dollars, for example. Oh, and you couldn't. Oh, you had to use it. Up no, you couldn't top up. This is before, like, yeah, before, yeah. Oh damn! Yes, you just had to keep buying. Came cards. later in the nineties. This was in the nineties. Yeah, ninety-eight. I remember calling cards. Like when you would call international here, people would buy cards. Yeah. But if you were just doing local calls, you just use the change, or like you just use national calls. You just oh, use. Yeah. The what else? Nineties. Um. Then I have the smoking and non-smoking section in the. Oh deck. yeah, of course. Smoking and non. I was like, oh, that's so nineties, and it was so gross. And I don't know how the fuck they thought that like separating a restaurant would somehow make you like not smell the smoke. Well, we were just used to it. That's just how. Yeah, it was, yeah. You know? But it makes no sense. You're all in the same building. You're in the same it. room. It's like close the door off or something. Like close the room out if you really want to but i know it's so weird now to think about it the thing that they're like so weird in restaurants like while you're eating yes yeah. it's, it's kind of gross and it's probably super stale like the air oh god like, yeah no, like filtration i mean like, someone someone walked past me and he was smoking like real like cigarettes you know like tobacco mm-hmm. and this, and we were outside on the street and i was like okay this is like too much like the smell is so repulsive, you know. Yeah, sometimes it makes me kind of nauseous. But at like the same just, time, I want to smoke sometimes. So. Yeah, I know. I was like, and sometimes I'm like, oh, the other day I was having lunch with my friend, and and he was like, I'm smoking. It's been a rough week. <laughs> she like, yeah. So like a week ago, when we were waiting for the results, I genuinely was so close to like buy a packet of cigarettes. Yeah. I was just like, okay, I need, I need a cigarette, like. You know, it's just, 
<laughs> we didn't do favorite lines. Oh yeah, do you have any? I yes. don't have any. Okay, I do. I do. Okay. I. It. It's really it's funny. Like, really, Billy Brown says, "You adore me. You love me. You cherish me. Jesus Christ, you can't live without me." <laughs> God. Wow. Um, and then we, he says, "Today, today is your big debut, your big break. This is acting. You're my wife." And the last one, we are the couple that doesn't touch one another. <laughs> I know, that's pretty funny. I don't know what I'm going to title this. I, I was going to think like, t- spanning time, we're time spanning. <laughs> I know, so weird. I was like, I don't actually understand what he's saying. Like, yeah, I didn't either. And then I was like, oh, time spanning. I get it. Like, spanning time. Like, these photos are to span time, you know, yeah. but you never say it as a verb. No. Like, you're never... I'm spanning like that's not a thing but <laughs> it's kind of funny that's what he said <laughs> oh, it's so funny yeah so wait what's what grade would you give this film now on the rewatch out uh, of out of what is this uh let's do out of grades like a to f oh uh, um, oh no this is bad bad well yeah because like it's really hard to rate it because I love so much about it, but then there are parts that are terrible in, in because of, you know, because he's abusive. So it's really hard to rate it. But I think I'm going to, honestly, I'm going to give it a B because I generally do love it. Ooh, I was going to go B minus. So. B minus. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, around the same. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say because of subject matter. Yeah. Exactly. It's is like an F, <laughs> but yeah. like... But like aesthetically and like story wise, it actually yeah. is an interesting story. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why I would give it like a bit higher. So like B minus. And I have to say, if I was to make a like a, a film, this this is totally the style that I would that it would be in. Yeah, it's very cool. It very much feels like uh, he's inspired by like the French New Wave. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. You can totally tell. I bet he lives in France. I bet he's buddies with like some french directors probably i I like that euro french vibe from him totally he doesn't even seem like he's from the states he He, like genuinely looks european i don't know what he's back i don't know if any he's from sicily okay well he looks really italian yeah but um but he still just has a very like non-american vibe totally but except for when he talks that's so like upstate New York. Mm. That's the only thing that I'm like, once you don't, when you just see him, he looks like he could be like European or like from another country. But then when you hear him and his mannerisms, that's totally America. Like, right. Like just the way he talks and his accent and demeanor, like that's very much like that aggressive New York like type. Hmm. But yeah. Wow. This has been a, an interesting journey. I like when we have these weird kind of like controversial like (laughs) vibes. Yeah. Kind of crazy. It was like when we did uh kids, the kids episode. It was like, yeah, this is not like gonna be a sunny rosy movie, but it's worth talking about. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I'd be surprised like not surprised, but I'd be interested in hearing whether people actually really like this film, you know, like, yeah. or how big it is, like how known. Like Yeah, I think now I, I think it's gotten I it definitely is one of those films that you see a lot on like Tumblr. Oh like, really? Pinterest. Yeah, at least on my face. I don't have yeah. there, so I don't know. Yeah, they you definitely see them on like Tumblr and Pinterest and stuff. I have like Pinterest, you, but I never see that. Um, oh yeah, 
you know, we were saying, like, I wonder what he's doing, why he hasn't done any more films. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found that he purchased a $3.25 million house, like, in 2018. Designed oh. by a really cool architect in, where is Tucson? Tucson, is that Arizona? Oh, yeah, Tucson. Tucson, thank you. Yeah, 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 Arizona, yep. Yeah, so he doesn't need money and he doesn't need to work um, because he purchased his home and looks really cool looking at photos. Wow. Well, good for him, man. I'd like to be able to buy houses. I mean, this (laughs) house is sick. I'm going to send you the link. It's really cool. So, yeah, I mean, maybe he's in real estate and so he doesn't need to work. Yeah, that's true. I guess, you know. You can just keep selling things. Yeah. That's crazy. Cool. Well, yay, this has been another exciting episode. I'm excited that uh, this is coming out actually tomorrow. So we're actually on schedule. Usually we have stuff recorded ahead of time. So now we're actually kind of on schedule. So yeah. Sorry, that's my fault. (laughs) What? Because I haven't been able to do any podcast. No, it's not your fault. No, I mean, we have them. We have them like ready. It's actually cool that it's topical. And we get to finally talk about the fact that we're, we have a new Prezi coming. We do, and VC feels pretty, pretty cool right now. I know, we're just hoping to do this last two months. Mm. Yeah, people, I have to say, people are really happy. Uh, everyone I encounter, like, it definitely feels like kind of like weights being lifted off your shoulders in a way, like for most people, I think. It's true. So, yeah, man, this is exciting. The next thing you'll hear will be Rules of Attraction, which is Yay. our current day uh film coming are you doing that with mikey and charles that's right yeah yeah it's gonna be exciting i think i saw it with mikey maybe like in the theater i saw in the theater oh that's cool i think i I saw it twice i I love rules of attraction um so yeah i'm excited about that one that's shannon sossman who's so fucking cool in that movie um she just looks so awesome and she has that cool haircut um, but yeah, I'm excited. So uh, yeah, like and subscribe. We already said it in the beginning, but if you got this far, then like and subscribe. Follow on Spotify, I guess, is the way you can show love <laughs> instead of oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.